everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. And this is episode number 98 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we're going to talk about... This is actually Jen's idea of... (laughs) Yes. What was your idea here? Okay, so... um you know, I don't know how many of you guys watch VR, but the the podcast I listen to just in case is, anybody is wondering. Just in like case, Jen's an ER fan, a big fan. Just, okay. Yeah. So anyway, so I've been listening to a podcast, um, and they just covered "Be Still My Heart" and "All in the Family," which are the scenes where Lucy and Carter are stabbed and Lucy dies. So, and I just remember in the original run that being such a shocking, like, television moment. Like, nothing had ever been done on TV like that before. And it was just like, everybody was talking about it the next day. And I mean, it's just, yeah, it was nuts. So um, I thought, you know, that might be kind of a fun topic for our show is, you know, what what moments in the books just shocked you. Yeah. Um, So... There've been a couple for me, but um, yeah, I feel like this should be more because we got a lot of engagement. We did, so this should be very um, yeah. listener driven. I think. Before we go into it, though, can I say something? Yeah, real quick. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm listening to um, "Romancing the Shelf," uh huh, and they were. Uh, I'm gonna forget. I forget now what what they were talking about. Which book? Let me go back and look. Sorry, listeners. This is this is the boring part of the show. <laughs> Dream trilogy. Oh, okay. Okay. So the one I listened to today was Dream Trilogy Part Two. Okay. And um, there is one of the couple. So Dream Trilogy is set in Monterey, California. Mm-hmm. And. There's one of the couples, one thing that happened at, you know, they get together and then the guy is, it's, I can't remember the, the, um, the Byron or Bryson or let me see if I can look at show notes. Um, I want to say it was Byron or something like that. That's not one of my favorite trilogies. So I haven't read that one in a long time. Um, I, I, I remember his it. last name was Fury. No, that was the third book. Yes. That's Michael. Yeah. Michael. Laura and Michael. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, 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 that's what they were talking about. Well, they not Dream Trilogy Part Two as far as second one, but mm. they talked about the got it, first got it, got it. books. I think they talked about the first and second book, and then they talked yeah, about that's the how third. they yeah, that's what they did with the in death ones too. Right, and, right. The, so, and the um yeah. Irish one. Yeah. So Michael was the, you know, um, the bad kid or you yeah. know, the kid that nobody wanted Laura to end up with. And yeah, so they, of course they end up getting together and then he thinks about it later and thinks, oh, I'm not good for her. And so he gives her the brush off and she gets upset and yeah. she runs out to the cliffs. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> once they said this, I was like, because I know I read it, but at the time I didn't, maybe I didn't think about it. But when they yeah. said it this time, I was laughing so hard because was, she runs off to the cliffs. Yeah. And 
as it happens in California, so many, you know, there's a big earthquake and yeah. she falls off the cliffs. Right. Of course. And I was like, oh God. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, I mean sure. Sure. Nora doesn't, you know, I mean, she doesn't live in California. So she right. doesn't understand like Californians. First of all, most of no the better. earthquakes. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> California, most of the earthquakes here are minor. Right. Yeah, they're not fall off the cliff earthquakes. <laughs> right. I feel like that would have to be a pretty big earthquake. To shake because, her off the cliff? Yeah. Because, and, and especially when you're on the ground, I mean, a lot of times you don't even feel them. Right. You'll feel one if you're, you know, on a second story. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you sure. feel them more than others, you know, and yeah. sometimes they're, but they're rarely ever like knock you off your feet. That is right. a gigantic earthquake. That's it's going <laughs> to knock somebody off their feet. <laughs> that, you know, like it's destroying I mean, towns. That's right. the, that's the earthquake yeah. Yeah. that she would have had to have had in order <laughs> for it to knock cliff. her. Yeah, because yeah. Californians are, I mean, she would been, she would have been, if she was a typical Californian standing on that cliff and gone, oh, it's an earthquake. Yeah. Anyway, I'm really mad at Michael. That's what would have happened, right? Right. But no, there's this earthquake and knocks her off the cliff. <laughs> like, it doesn't work that way, Nora. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You found your beef with Nora. I have the medical stuff. You have earthquakes. I, you know, it was just funny when they said it. That's like, really and funny. then there, there was an earthquake and knocks her off, and I just laughed. That's awesome. Anyway, I love it. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, I love those ladies. I need to listen to that episode. <laughs> They're so yeah, funny. they did a really well, good job. We still that need down. to get them on to talk about what they thought about the well, books. Yes, but we keep, you know, because Tara wants to do all the things all the time. I know. But, but Tara wants Tara to do all the this time because time. Tara had a couple of days that she was like, "Hey, guy, I can do it this day and this day." Right. But I think, um, yeah, they one of them, or Heidi's on yeah. vacation, or she was going to be on vacation, or I don't know, okay. something like that. Okay. So we're going to have to find another opening, and it might be yeah. after. June might might be sometime in July or we'll get them on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we got a lot of stuff ha- coming down the pipe. So yeah, between so, Susan Erickson and the hundredth episode and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so this topic. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we've got we got a lot of engagement on that. Mostly on Facebook. There was a big discussion yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, we got a lot on Twitter, too, actually. Yeah. Surprisingly, we, of- we don't get a lot on Twitter usually, but we got quite a bit. Good. Mostly from Dana, of course. Right. Which, uh, you know, uh, I was right in that once that episode was edited, it, it was a really good episode. It was a it great was, yes. topic. Yeah. It was a great yep. discussion. It was, fun. It was yep. very interesting. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So, yep. okay. So, yeah. do we want to do like and her still coming in shadow was the best part. That was so funny. <laughs> well, they didn't see that part, but um, no, true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Dana showed up in shadow. It was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she was on a, you know, one of yeah. those news news shows, true crime blackout. shows, and they blacked her out. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Our international woman of mystery. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. 
So anyway, um, so what do we hear from the listeners on this? From the listeners. So Claire says Amaryllis's death. That was one of mine as well. Um, Yeah. That's the first time she really killed off not a main character, but a secondary character. Um, You know, well, I mean, we didn't know her well, but we knew her enough. Right. That, you know, we knew she was Morris's girlfriend and um but yep, she's had that. Yeah, We're finding I, out of, yeah. I think the the shocking part of it was that she had just introduced her as Morris's girlfriend. Right. So they were just getting together and so you were like right. Oh, okay, they're gonna be together for a while. Yeah. And it was like two books later, yeah, <laughs> she was gone. And you're like, Wow. Yeah. Yep. So, Nora, um, you have it in for Morris or something. I don't know. She does. What the hell? Man. What's wrong with you, Nora? Morris is amazing. <laughs> She'll find him another woman. She'll find him another one. All right. And then she also says, Rourke finding out about his mother and also the way he shut out Eve. So shocked at the way he spoke to her. I agree with that. The Jess Barrow effect on Rourke. Well, Jess Barrow's a dick. We established that. Yes. The way to- the way Eve tore apart Chaz in ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll have more when I think about it. Um, Chris says the closet scene in Rapture. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty shocking. Yep. Peabody's injury and visions. You brought that one oh, up. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. that was very shocking. Yep. McNabb's in pure impurity. Crack yeah. being a sister crack sister being a victim. Yeah, that was and, very sad. Mm-hmm. And Rourke shutting out Eve <laughs> in portrait. Um, Amaryllis. Mm-hmm. And the 40-year span of serial rape and, and brotherhood. Yeah. You know what? You know what one that Veronica brings this one up? Um, the killer and innocent. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's out of all the killers. I think, I think when, you know, we've talked about that, that that's probably the most shocking and the yeah. creepiest by far. It is the creepiest. Yeah. I mean, kids that kill are creepy. Well, and she's just so like nonchalant about it. Yeah. You know, there was no remorse at all. And not only that, finding out that she's the killer, but um, finding out that she killed her younger brother was like right. shocking also. Like, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Crazy. Um, also the dead cat. In yes. The yes. dead cat was, was a big one. That was because brutal. That was, was. Nora does not kill animals. No. Ever. And it, the way she did it. I mean, I, well, I don't know about you, but my heart was like, yeah, kind of stopped for a yeah. minute. Like, yeah. Yeah. Galahad. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. And I mean, we knew it wasn't going to actually be Galahad. Right, but Fine. for that second but of for time. for that second, we all had that Eve, the same reaction Eve did. Like, right. oh my God, that's my cat, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, the eyes and visions. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that was shocking, but it was, kind of, either, it was yeah. really creepy. It was creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, same with portrait, the creepy photos of the victims. Um, yeah. <laughs> the clones in origin, specifically the first time we meet the three Aberals. Um, Eve's mother. Yeah, that was the other one that um, I mm-hmm, that's the other mentioned one you brought up. that yep. kind of shocked me when she realized this woman was her mother. Yeah. And that was yep. like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. 
because yeah. you were really expecting never just never right. to see either of right. Eve's parents. Right. Even though. Yeah. And I did. mean, Nora has said a million times that, you know, her father really is truly dead. He's right. most sincerely dead. Right. But and she, she never has said open. one way or another. Right. About her mom. So. Right. So it, it makes sense that she would, you know, bring her back at some point. Right. right. But, yep. you know, I don't think any of us were expecting that. No, not at all. And then finding out who killed Rourke's dad, which, yeah. I kind of suspected that from the beginning. I didn't necessarily suspect it, but I wasn't surprised. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like when it's revealed, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That tracks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't. Yeah, it because not, we see Somerset is kind of just this old dude that is, you know, I mean, yeah. the way that Eve always like describes him is like he's bony and like. Yeah, know, right. Yeah. A wimp and you know, yeah. kind of, but back in those days, we don't know what he was like back then. Right. He could have been right. a complete badass and we just don't yeah, know. I mean, I think he was. Well, if he killed Patrick Rourke, yeah. I mean, yeah, he had to have. Yeah. And I'm sure he got the drop on him. I mean, he had to have, I would imagine. Well, but, yeah. But. But maybe not. Maybe he wanted Patrick Rourke to know who killed him. Maybe. Yeah. You know? Could be have some yeah. words like you know how fucking dare you with this yeah. boy you know yeah yeah absolutely okay book dragon says vengeance first learning rook was a murderer but we learned about that and yeah, in yeah but we're not innocent um immortal do we yeah yeah he tells eve that he he tells eve that he killed the men that did what they did to Marlena. He doesn't go into detail. Okay. But yeah. But yeah. Finding yeah. out, I think the ways. The ways that he killed them that was. He killed them was yeah. kind of, yeah. It was like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's that, fucked up. That's, fucked up. <laughs> dude, that's not okay. Like that <laughs> is some sick shit. That's some sick shit, Rourke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, portrait. Magnet being Rourke's mother. And yeah. also finding out Somerset killed Patrick. Yeah, Rourke finding his real mother was was mm -hmm. kind of shocking too. Yeah, because, it was. Um, I don't think that that's not something that was ever. No, it was at. never really even hinted. It was never really discussed. Like he never really mentioned his mother. You know, it was you know. Well, she, he mentioned well, Meg, whatever. and yeah, but mostly just that you know she left when she when he was a kid and right. never looked back. And we all and, just assumed like, eh. and I wonder yeah. if Nora just like assumed that, or whether she knew all along, like, yeah, I don't know, I was not, that she was going to do that storyline, or pretty yeah. soon after she started writing the series. Yeah, I don't know. That's another a good question, question that we when we need get to her ask. on the show, when we eventually. get her on the show, the. <laughs> One of these days we're going to get her. Look, we're going to get becoming a kind of a big deal. We are kind of a big deal. We are number 139 on somebody's list. On somebody's so, list of yeah, somebody's podcasts list of about trending books. podcasts. So look at us. <laughs> I was sad not to see Romance in the Shelf on there, though. They should be on there, too. They're our sister podcast. Not it depends on but, how many people listen. You know, I mean, it's. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> Um, I feel like this was just, um, we've had a couple of listeners or several who have been binging the show. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So maybe just all of those listeners binging the show at one time. Yeah. That, you know, kind of put us up there. Numbers up. Yeah. I do feel like we've gotten more and more people, especially um, from Audible. Yeah. Because more and more people promoting us, which is cool. Yeah. Recommending us to Mm -hmm. people that. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thanks, Audible. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, because we've gotten a lot of comments like in Facebook and um, on Twitter even that, hey, I just found you guys and I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. So, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, Book Dragon also mentions Coltrane. She did not see that one coming. I thought Morris was heading to a happy ever after I know. when that relationship started. So did we. Poor Morris. <laughs> so did we. <laughs> We're so sad. <laughs> New York to Dallas, the still the Stella storyline. Yeah. And Faithless and Death, the misogyny, homophobia, racism, human tra- trafficking were not all that shocking. However, for some reason, the imprisonment in order to force impregna- impregnation yeah. on women in order to maintain racial purity was. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that was fucked up. Yeah. Um, Rosalia says... Amaryllis Peabody, Eve losing her badge. Yeah, that was pretty shocking. And apparently, what shouldn't have happened? Yeah, it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> she should have just told him to go fuck themselves. Finding out that Rourke is a cold murderer. Mm-hmm. The sharpshooter killer. Yeah, that's another one that was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crack sister. Yeah. Michelle's brother. Mm-hmm. And learning Stella's story. Let's see, Lynn. So, um, pretty much everybody mentions Coltrane. Um, yeah, and well, Andy's mother. Shocking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And the sweeper and obsession being the murderer. Right. The poor cat in shadows. Wasn't really surprised. It wasn't. It wasn't Galahad trusting Nora not to kill him off. But I am one of those. Does the dog or cat die, softies? <laughs> Let all the humans die as long as the pets survive. <laughs> that is so me. That is so me. Right? With movies, like I will never watch a, a movie again if they kill a dog. I'm like, fuck this movie. It sucks. Yeah, fuck this movie. Fuck this TV fuck show. This movie. Like seriously, like Signs. Remember that movie? The M. Night Shyamalan yes, movie? Yes. They killed the dog in that. And yeah. I'm like, fuck it. I'm never watching this again. Screw you. <laughs> like, you don't kill a dog. And go outside and get the dog. Come on. Don't leave him out there for the aliens to kill. What's wrong yeah. with you? Yeah. Jeez. I would go out and risk being murdered by aliens to save my dog. Okay. Now, why? We're, what is yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. That's right, Finn. I would save you from aliens. Okay. Sue says, I love all of these. I think mine has to be the baby toss and calculated. <laughs> that was pretty shocking. That was pretty shocking. I'm probably <clears throat> to Eve, most of all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Must have been really scary for Eve and the baby as well. And of course, the mother. I would have liked to kill anybody who picked up my baby and tossed it in the air like that. Yep, agreed. Yeah. Um, Peabody overhearing the conversation in the shower and treachery. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's shocking, but yeah, that was a really yeah. tense. That was a that really was tense scene. I mean, when not just that, but when they, when the guy said they, the guy that she was talking to, started opening up mm-hmm. the stalls. Yeah, then you're just yep. like, oh, what's gonna yep. happen? <laughs> oh my god, we're yeah. so good at that. I cannot wait until we get to that one. Yeah, and that's gonna be a fun one. We're coming up on some. We're coming up on some good ones. 
So yeah. we've got Innocent coming down the pipe pretty soon. We've got yep. Born. Well, Memory's um, the next one. Memory's next. Um, yeah. And then Treachery's not too far down the line. So, yeah. yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kiri says the beginning of obsession where there's just the description of the victim before we know who it is. I was terrified it was real for like three pages. And oh. I was too. I mm. remember that reading that. I was like, oh my God, it's yeah. real. Oh my I, God. I do kind of think. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it was confirmed to be the other blonde lawyer from Rapture. Actually, all the victims right. in that one were kind of shocking because they were so random until you understood the logic. Right behind the selection because they were just one-off characters that we had never seen since the book they were in initially, which is true. Right. Yeah. And I was so glad that she didn't manage to get to Hastings because we, we love us some, we love us some Hastings fan. We do. We love us some Hastings. So yeah. (laughs) So that's all we got on, on Facebook. What do we got on Instagram? Anything? Yeah. Um, so, um, Elizabeth said when, Anne dies in loyalty. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, that yeah. one was extremely shocking. I mean, mm-hmm. I was yep. like, how dare she yeah. kill her how off? dare she? Um, Damn it, Nora. I'm with you. <laughs> um, Jamie's illustrations thinking Galahad is dead. Mm. And uh, Michelle K is like, I freaked out a bit for that one. And Mich- and uh, Jamie's illustration says, right. It's not just me. <laughs> no, we all no. freaked out. A little we bit. all freaked out a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, NFBC 2003 says when Dr. Mira was kidnapped. Yes. Which, yeah. Yep. But you know what? Then why are you... St- why did she stay there in the house? Why didn't she leave with everyone else? I mean, right. Yeah, come on. What's wrong um, with you, Mira? Then, of course, somebody else says, huh? When? In which book? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, Midnight and Death. Yeah. Um, Michelle K says, Innocent and Death when Eve and Rourke are not getting along due to Magdalena's stir-up trouble. Re- mm-hmm. Magdalena's return to stir up trouble. Bitch. Um, yeah, that whole that that initial scene where yeah. Magdalena comes walking in the room and it the way Nor- mm-hmm. Nora describes Rourke looking at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, I was like, like "Fuck you, dude! The fu- What's wrong with Rourke, you? What are you doing? What like, are you doing? Yeah. This is not okay, man. <laughs> not okay. Not okay. Not okay. Although for the rest of it, you're thinking that it's Eve's fault." <laughs> both but it it is a little of both it's a little of both but yeah i just like i said when we talked about this before i i'm very much the person that automatically is going to argue against the popular consensus and everybody Mm. was trashing rourke after that book came out and like rightfully so but nobody was bothering to go wait a minute let's look at how eve handled this yeah you know, she yeah. walked out on him. I don't know how many times when he tried to talk to her about it. She's right. pissed off because he wasn't reading her fucking mind. And it's just like, right. which, yeah, he usually can. But this time he didn't. And so you can't be mad at him for that. Right. You've got to tell him why you're upset. You, you can't just right. walk away. But on the other hand, I mean, how much of that of his like, well, you know, 
indignant about Eve walking away, how much of that was him kind of deflecting? Like, no, I think that was a little of that. Knowing in the back of his mind Mm -hmm. that, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. If I was, I probably would do the same thing if I was her. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, totally. But I mean, just, ugh. Both of them were idiots in that book, okay? Both. Yeah. Probably work a little more than Eve. I will concede that. But <laughs> yeah, Eve was just idiots. running away. But you should stay and talk about your problem. But I totally yeah. understand about not wanting to yeah. talk to somebody about yeah. that problem. Well, I get it. Like maybe the first time, but yeah. I mean, it's like three times that she does it, and then she gets in the car and she bitches to Peabody about how he's not paying attention to her and he's not listening to her and he doesn't know and he doesn't can't read her mind and it's just like right. good lord, woman. Jesus. Yeah. Well, he does a lot of like, well, you know me better than that. It's like, well, yes, but that's not, you're still not addressing not my feelings. <laughs> right. And that's, I guess that's yeah. what, I mean, we'll talk about all this when it comes up. Right, right, I, think that's right. what, I mean, he, he wasn't really addressing her feelings. He was right. just expecting her but to like. But she get, wasn't telling right, him her feelings. He, under, he understood what her feelings were. Let's be honest. Uh, he did understand what her feelings were. I mean, I think he, he saw it more as jealousy, though. He didn't see it for what it really well, was. Well, yes, but even then, it's, you know. Yeah. His whole thing was, she should just trust me. It's like, well, yeah, well, she should, I mean, but, you know. She's, he, you know. He's not wrong, but, yeah. yeah. You've also got to take care of it, dude. Yeah. Take He's care not, of it, Like, if your wife doesn't want you seeing this person, just don't see her. Like, don't be a dick. It's not hard. Yeah. Um, Conrad, I think it's Conrad. Um, in New York to Dallas, when Eve discovers that a suspect is her mother. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Another, another vote again, for Stella. <laughs> again. Yeah. That whole thing was shot. Like what? Like what? what? Yeah. Yep. That's her mother. Yeah, that scene where she arrests her is just, you're like, what am I? Like, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Louise Ann Bateman says the death of Louise, Nadine's assistant, mainly because we share a name. <laughs> but that was kind of shocking, that moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, SM Frank says the death of Coltrane. Mm-hmm. Eve's mother revelation, not as much as of not as much a surprise. Nora dropped some clues in the book as how she did it. Raylene Straffo. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, see, I yeah, I think there were some clues along the way, but I yeah. also think um, it's one of those things where you don't want to believe that and you're like, right. No, it can't, I can't. My mind is going the wrong way. I know <laughs> right. that can't be what she's doing here, but yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, and her slightest book says as above, I think Anne's death shocked me the mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. We were getting to know the character. She announced her pregnancy and then bang the shock. And of course, Magdalena's appearance when Eve saw the look. I felt yep. so much for her. Rock. Dummy. Dumbass. Leafling Bags says when Eve's mother's revealed. Uh, the other grim girl says definitely finding out the quiet births were clones. I think Origin was the best written. 
Oh, Kate Beckett, our friend Kate Beckett. Most definitely the reveal of the little girl as the killer in innocence. And KJ Larson says obsession with the bomb in the bullpen. That's a good one. Yes. She says, I feel like nothing is shocking because anything is possible. I mean, uh, yeah. (laughs) She's not wrong. Not wrong. And I think that's all I got for uh, Insta. For Twitter, we've got Emily says Mira's captured, Peabody's Mm -hmm. attack, and the three Mm -hmm. Avril's. Yeah. Uh, Dana wrote out the entire scene from New York to Dallas for us. <laughs> Thanks, Dana. When, when Sylvia Prentice turns out to be Stella Eve's mother in New York to Dallas, the woman looked at her with such fierce, bright hate. Fuck you. You've got nothing. You are nothing. Eve's knees went loose, nearly buckled as the edges of her vision grayed and wavered. The heat rolled up away from her toes to the crown of her head. It coated her skin in a thin layer of sweat, and she knew. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dallas, Anna Lynn took Eve's arm. You should sit down. You took a pretty hard knock. I know you, Eve managed, her voice low and harsh with shock. I know you. You don't know shit, the woman's eyes rolled back. She'd have hit the street in a dead faint if if Eve hadn't yanked her up again. I know you. I know you. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So. How horrible and, would that have been? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. that was rough. Yeah. And Texas Betty says when Rourke agreed to not go after the Homeland guys at all, not even financially, I expected something short of death, but something. That's an interesting one. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I expected him to really do anything, but I think we talked about that when we talked about Divided, that we kind of thought, you know, maybe he did eventually go do something. Oh, but, yeah, he did something. Yeah, you know he did. He fucked with them in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, like I said, and I'm pretty sure when we did that 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 episode, we talked about that. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think that's all we've got. Not a whole lot of really shocking, shocking moments in this series, but when she does a shocking moment, Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. shocking. It is. Yep. Yeah. For sure. You know. Yeah. So and we had some good ones brought up. I'm surprised yeah. more people didn't bring up the closet scene in Rapture. That one. That one was you know, pretty shocking. That was pretty shocking. It was a big deal. Like I remember that being a big topic even years after the book came out on, yeah. the, on the message boards. So. Um, you what know. about. Um, like Webster making a move on Eve that yeah. first time. Mm-hmm. I remember being a little bit shocked by it. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What? Webster, what are you doing? Like, yeah, what are you doing, dude? What's the matter with you? What the hell? And then Rourke like, coming what? in at like, that point. In his house. Like, you don't make a move on a married woman in her yeah. house with her husband in the next room. Yeah. For God's sakes. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, <laughs> You don't make a move on a married woman, period. But yeah, you especially don't do it in his house. That's not okay. Yeah, I agree. Webster, dumbass. You deserve the ass kicking. (laughs) He really did. He really did. Yeah. Absolutely. So, So yeah. um, What else can we say about this topic? What else can we say? We've, I mean. Pretty much exhausted it. 
I mean, we kind of have. But, I mean, you, you know, know. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> our pod velas were supposed to be really short. and They really were, yeah. They and just they, grew and grew they and grew. And grew. And grew so and now we're used to like, well, this has got to stretch for another hour. Short. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? We can't, we can't do that. <laughs> but we can. We can. We can. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we still got podcast, podcast business to get through and all that good stuff. So, yeah. so, yeah, no, I think, yeah, we had some good ones come up and, um, yeah, and we agree with just about all of them. And we really appreciate all of the feedback on this question. Yes. We appreciate you guys, period. You're the best. Yeah. We love you. You are the best. You're wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us and our bullshit. And making us a number 139 under books in in that one website's uh, list of trending. Did you see Dana's post in the book, in the group? (laughs) Tara, I'm still waiting for you. Yeah. (laughs) And Tara's saying that tracks. That tracks. (laughs) (laughs) I like the, uh, the, the bingo card suggestions that we got. Those were pretty funny. Yeah. Well, let's do podcast business. How about you? Let's do that. So, yeah, no new patrons this week, but um, anyway, we had a couple of um, threads on Facebook that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. We did. You know, the funny thing is that, we, yeah, we we did talk about doing bingo cards. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, was I think like, Sue originally brought it up because yeah. she was like, she's like, we can't do a drinking game because we'd be dead. And I'm like, yeah, don't do that. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> that would be a bad so idea. So bingo cards would be a much safer option, I think. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So we have yeah. done, we have talked about doing a trial run of our two year anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe we do that and. Yeah. That'd be fun. Have bingo cards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, Don't be a dick, Rourke. <laughs> I think we said that already in this episode. See, there's some- a square for you. <laughs> oh, good luck. Um, so we have gotten a couple of um, emails. Okay. And there was one specifically that I... I think I missed. We had uh, Christina send us an email about the candy thief. Do you remember that? Okay. That episode? That was a long time Mm -hmm. ago. Yeah. See, sorry. It's been a couple weeks. She sent an email and I should have read it already, but I, you know, it got lost in all the emails that I've gotten. You know. Um, She sent an email about our episode 48, where we say, fuck off, Biff. (laughs) Um, and she says, I was doing a reread and or listened to the series and found your podcasts on audible. I listened to the book reviews until I got caught up with you origin. Then I listened to the topic pods, insult wars, gifts, soundtrack. And now I'm listening to, we review the reviews. That's an interesting way to do it. Kind of a fun way to do it. Actually. I like it. On a previous podcast, you said listeners could comment on prior episodes. Yay. I called the number after I listened to the gift episode. Did I, did I play her? Mm, I think so. Okay. Pretty sure you did. My comments on this episode. 
Apparently, two-star reviewer Mark Mike Biff also reads the Eve Duncan Forensic-Faced Reconstructionist series by Johansson. Do you remember a guy started out calling Eve Eve Dallas and then switched to saying Eve Duncan? <gasps> that's and right. we were like, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. So maybe okay. that's maybe she's correct. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe his computer defaulted to Duncan because he'd just given his latest read in that series a two-star review. Or maybe he yeah. read them back to back, emerged, mangled those two stories and the two eaves in his crusty addled brain. Crusty <laughs> <laughs> addled brain, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I started with imitation and read others as I found them. Strifts, a thrift store in garage sale shopper. Mm -hmm. Obsession made me curious about the stories of the victims had been involved in. I had not read any of them. So I started with Naked and did my first read through. Um, one half books, one half Kindle. I like a bargain too, AJ. And so I added the audio, audible books. Good for you. There you go. The perps were similar in seduction and indulgence. Bored, spoiled, rich friends. Both plots involved a contest, but the crimes and the motivation behind the crimes are absolutely different. But mm -hmm. if there were a ghostwriter repeating a plot in villains, wouldn't the later story be the copy by the faux Rob? I don't know. We had another, we had a, um, a review that said, um, I gave this a, it was for seduction. She gave it a bad rating because it was the same as indulgence. And you're like, oh, wait a right. minute. <laughs> yeah. Right. Shouldn't you give indulgence the bad rating? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Didn't make yeah. sense to us. Um, <clears throat> so many readers must gloss over not only opening paragraphs that mention the month or season and year and later paragraphs that <laughs> reference the you are here point in even Rourke's relationship timeline in every book. Yes, they do. They do. You're correct. Yeah. Yep. Or the cover blurb that says futuristic thrillers. You're right. You know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what do some readers need for Nora to add character comment or thought to emphasize the you are here point on Eve's trauma recovery timeline in every book? Chris from San Antonio. Love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because obviously people can't track Eve's right. recovery. No. It, it yeah. seems obvious to me yeah. when a major thing happens that furthers her recovery, like right. what we're going to have in uh, memory. But um, when we reviewed um, Abandoned and she had the oh. dream about herself on the playground as a right. child and herself as an adult right. telling her like, you know, yes, it's going to be a few years before you're out, but you're going to be okay. Yeah. Right. And go ahead and play on the playground. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I felt like that was a huge mm -hmm. yeah. growth point for Eve. So, yeah. No, I don't know. People are strange. Yeah. People are stupid. What are you going to do? I hate people. Sarah's <laughs> not here. So, we'll, thanks. We'll steal her, we'll steal her yeah. line. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we just got a message yesterday from Maria Johnson. And it says, okay. Oh my God. I love you guys. This podcast is so hilarious. Love the way you guys review the books. I'm up to episode eight and I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> Glad I found this on Facebook, even though you're not on Facebook. 
So we are. Some we are now. Yeah. <laughs> AJ, I love Susan Erickson's voice on the characters. She does an amazing, amazing job. Yes, she does. I'm a big fan of Nora Roberts, JD Rob. Listen to all the in death series. You guys are doing an awesome job. Keep up the great work. So thanks. Thanks, Maria. So we got a new voicemail. Oh. And the voicemail is actually from our new friend, Kate Beckett. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So let me see if I can get it up and I'll, um, I'll play it and then you can react to it. And there's an Ask Jen. Okay. Hi, ladies. It's Kate Beckett listening in from Dallas, Texas. I was just listening to uh, the episode for Judgment and Death as I am listening through all of the episodes, uh, anticipating the 100th episode that we're about to celebrate. And I finally had a reason to call in because as I was listening to y'all recount Judgment and Death, y'all touched on one scene where Eve walks in to Rourke's office and notes that he looks tired while he's on a call with a business something or other and how that is something that is so very rare that we see from Rourke and it got me thinking and um, this is going to be an ask Jen so Jen get ready um, what is the book that has the scene where Eve gets up in the morning and is like come on Rourke time to start the day why are you still in bed that's so rare and he's like Shut up. I want to sleep more. And again, <laughs> him wanting to sleep more and be in bed even after she gets up is something so rare. So I don't know if my research skills could find the book. So I call upon Jen to do that for me. Anyway, I can't wait to listen more. And hopefully I can get through with the rest of the episodes before the 100th episode comes around. But can't wait to listen more. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. You have been summoned. Well, Kate, I actually know the answer to this because hey. it's one of my favorite scenes. That's in Holiday and Death. It's Holiday towards and the death. end. Yeah. Yep. That is in Holiday and Death. Okay, hang on. Because I've got my books. I, I got my books right here. Oh, look at you. Holiday in Death. And you're saying it's toward the end? Toward the, yeah. Like, maybe... Like, not the last morning, but the morning before that. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. So, they're, they're, they, uh, they do the thing the they night the before. Uh-huh. And uh, it's saying she'd put a memory into their box, he thought. Now he put a wish there. One night, or the few hours left in it, she would sleep in peace. So he held her until she slipped away into dreamless sum- slumber and was holding her still when she woke. They were wrapped around each other, her head nestled into the curve of his shoulder. Sometime during the night, he'd undressed and slipped them both into bed. She lay still a moment, studying his face. It seemed impossibly beautiful in the soft light. Strong lines, long, thick lashes, that dreamy poet's mouth. She had an itch to stroke his hair, the silky sweep of it, but her arms were pinned. She kissed him instead lightly, as much to thank him as to rouse him enough to allow her to wiggle free. But his hold merely tightened. 
And he says, mm, another minute. Her brows lifted. Her voice, his voice was thick, slurry, and his eyes stayed close. You're tired. God, yes. <laughs> she pursed her lips. You're never tired. <laughs> I am now. Quiet down. It made her chuckle. That edge, of, <laughs> that edge of sleepy crossness in his tone. Stay in bed a while. Damn right. <laughs> I have to get up. He pried, she pried an arm free and did stroke his hair. Go back to sleep. I would if you'd shut up. Shut up. <laughs> she laughed, then slithered free. Rourke? Oh, Christ. He rolled <laughs> in defense and buried his face in the pillow. What? I love you. He turned his head, heavy eyes slitting open with a lacy gleam that had her juices flowing. That, she thought, was the magic of him, that he could make her yearn for sex after what she, she'd seen, what she'd experienced. And he says, well then, come back here. I can probably manage to stay awake long enough. <laughs> and she says, later. His response was a grunt as he pushed his face back into the pillow. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> I love that scene. It's so great. Good job, Jen. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to lose my cred because I'm not as good with the most more recent books as I am with the earlier ones. Well, you will be after we after finish. we reread them. Yes, yeah. yes, that's doing true. our reread at yes. the end of the podcast when we end the podcast. Then you'll yeah, be like, true. then we'll end the podcast and you won't have to answer questions anymore. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> But then we'll, we, I'm sure, find some other way to carry on. Yeah, we'll have to figure out some some well, way I mean, to. Hopefully, we'll have more books. So, for another ten years, we're saying. Yeah, at least we're hoping for we're another hoping. ten years. I mean, come on, Nora, you can do it. Yeah, you got it, Dinga. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it, Nora. <laughs> you got it, in You. We promise. Anyway, we really appreciate you and really all of you out there. I don't know how, how many times we can say it. It's just the feedback we've gotten has been amazing. And we just really, really appreciate yeah. it. Yep. We do so much. You guys yeah. are the best. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, you know how to get yeah. a hold of us, all of our social yep. medias, search for podcasts and death on everywhere. We'll get the discord figured and out one of these days. Maybe. We were talking about that on the briefing room. Yeah, we might get the Discord, you know, just in case Twitter implodes, but um, it probably won't. But it probably you know, won't. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and uh, or you can call the number. Number is 205-476-2753. And that spells out 205 for Rourke. And that is it. That's for it. Podcast and Death. So for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. Mm, this is Jen. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with 
Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-ROURKE. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you. Oh, my God.